when you came to me with the idea, I'm like, oh, dude, you're, you're crazy. And we'll give it a try. And I think I eventually said, we'll even record these. And if no one else is interested, like internally, we can listen to it and it'll be, it'll be kind of fun to hear our, our ramblings. But, um, Welcome to 33 Tangents, a roundtable discussion covering a wide variety of topics from digital analytics to working remotely to current happenings in business and technology. Your hosts, Jason Thompson, John Moran, Jen Coons, and myself, Jim Driscoll, all live in different areas of the world, but work together in the same company. Our regular day-to-day conversations often go off in various directions, and the goal of this podcast is to share our ideas and find new ways to engage with others. So what's going on? What's new? John said he was going to, uh, now I, I was confused on, on your comment. Are, are you, are you sending me fish sauce, fish <laughs> sauce, or are you sending me instructions on how to buy better sauce? I don't know. I mean, I, well, I, I don't think I was going to send it to you, but I was okay, thinking like next enough. time I, I bring stuff, I was, I'll bring you something. Maybe I wasn't going to ship it internationally. I don't think. I don't think it's worth it for that, but no. Well, I don't know. I watched um, there was an episode of uh, Bizarre Foods um, where where Andrew went to uh, a factory or something. No, he was a, yeah, he did. He toured a factory and then he went to I, I think a hotel um, where they had different types of, of of fish fish sauce. That's hard to say now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and apparently there is quite the broad spectrum um, in. Mm in the quality of the sauce and the taste and the overall effect. Um, but I love the, I sneak it in, in so many different things that I make and no one knows. It just adds this level of depth and complexity to things, you know? Yep. And it's, it's uh, really gross how they make it. If you've ever watched the factory tour of a fish sauce factory, but uh, it's, well, that, that's what I was about to ask. Like, you know, give me some more details on fish sauce. Is it exactly so, as it is? Or is it like, is it like duck sauce? <laughs> no, I don't know what duck sauce is, but um, is that like thick sugary it's yummy long, sauce? Yeah. Like d- d- duck sauce is one of the things you usually get with uh, Chinese food, but it's not mm. made of duck. So that's what I'm wondering is fish. No, of, it, yeah. it is. So, okay. Um, <laughs> most primitive form. It's it's kind of like uh, making wine, I guess, and and there's varying degrees of quality and how you use all the ingredients. But they they take usually smaller fish whole, and they'll throw it in a oak bucket container barrel, uh, and heavily salt it, mm-hmm. and then put a lid on it with a weight and and sit it outside, and squeezes it out. Uh-huh. Yeah, as it kind of put. As it ferments and putrefies a bit, and the weight of it um, kind of pushes down, um, it extracts this liquid um, that mm-hmm. they. I, and that, I'm sure there's. It's a lot more complicated than that, but essentially that's what it is, mm-hmm. and that's what the fish sauce is: is that liquid that comes off the fermenting fish. So, okay. So, follow up stupid question: <laughs> What do you use it for? Like, what, what, Almost, what would you use oh, it to man. dress dishes with? Or what I use kind it of, in. I it's use it in lots of food. Yeah, like almost any Thai dish you have probably has it in it. I sneak okay. it in a lot of sauces I make. I put it in some soups and stews that I make. It adds this 
I don't, I don't want to use the word umami, but that's really what it is. It's like this really depth rounding of flavor that you can't put your finger on. And I've put it in things that you would never think about putting, putting a fish flavor in and mm -hmm. no one knows like they can't say oh there's there's fish sauce in there but you can taste a before and an after and it just has this more fullness kind of i don't know i don't know how to describe it it just Actually, makes it a much you know what that is it's what? it's um, it's umami that's I... the flavor <laughs> no really i just said that <laughs> oh i missed you saying it <laughs> i said i don't i said i don't want to use the term umami but oh yeah that's... but i mean <laughs> you should use it because that's what it is <laughs> That's what it is. So yeah, I, I use it in a lot of stuff. And, and apparently my, my dishes would be even more amazing if I upgraded to something other than the, the, the basic stuff I can get in my local grocery. I, I probably should just go to an Asian market. I'm sure they have more options than the, than the one that I pick up at the local grocery store. But even still, it works for me. I don't, I don't have, I don't have a lot of experience in tasting a, a wide variety of, uh, fish sauces you know I'm what you cheap, can add it to. i'm a cheap date if you make What's a up? if you have a fried chicken if you add it to that fried chicken hmm. i don't know that i'm ever since our vegas uh adventure at the yard bird i don't know that i can even think about getting chicken or trying chicken i, I it just is not going to compete right with the 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 fish sauce <laughs> yeah, I made something the other That's day. The and I way to do it. it. They always do it. Is, is it? Um, I make a I make a dish that has it's kind of like a chicken pot pie, um, but instead of like actually wrapped in in pastry, you you dump some biscuit dough on top, and I and I sneak two things into it. I sneak fish sauce um, and a little bit of um, pollen from. Um, a fennel, fennel pollen into it. And no one can pick out what it is, but it just gives it this amazing, amazing rich flavor. So now do different kinds of fish produce <laughs> different flavors? Like, I mean, do I, do, do when I go to a, I like think a, 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 an Asian food store and say, okay, there's this flavor. I don't, that I don't, flavor, I don't, I don't, yeah, sauce. I, I, I don't know <laughs> enough about it. Yeah, it's okay. just fish sauce. And I think I they, think, again, they use like sardines or anchovies or like anchovies mainly. Anchovies, like really small. Yeah, fish. So there's your, there's your lesson from someone that doesn't know anything about fish sauce, but loves it. This is a half of our podcast is always talking about food. It's okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, food is delicious. You know, I, I'm wondering: Are there people that just like tune in and listen to the first five minutes of us just ramble, and then just, you know, <laughs> just forget the, the actual series topic? We had we had uh, we had Stephen Marshall uh, from East Tennessee State University on a couple weeks ago, and um, we we kind of abruptly just started, and he's like, "Dude, like I didn't get the whole just you know rambling intro piece. I really wanted to do that." <laughs> <So>. <laughs> So then we got back on the topic of weighted blankets. Yeah. Because <laughs> he had a weighted blanket. He's like, I wanted to bond over that. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a year. That's crazy. It has. Yeah. So our first episode went out um, May 4th of last year. And then this one is, we'll be publishing this one on May 3rd. So I thought, you know what, well, let's take a moment and, just kind of look back over the the last year because I mean 
you know, I, I freely admit it. Like this whole podcast idea was just a wild ass idea. You know, I, like, I, I, I honestly thought you were crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, part of me did. Like <laughs> there was part of me that was just like, oh, I need to do this. I think it'd be fun. Uh, it was just another way of trying to create content, come up with a, a new content stream for us to share the ideas. And then a lot of it too is just like John and I would get on the phone and just ramble. And I'm like, dude, I bet you there's at least five people that if we recorded it would would listen to what we had to to say. So, but um, but yeah, let's let's look back over the last year. It's been a a fun little ride. And I mean, it's it's not coming to an end anytime soon, uh, but I think it's a good spot to to stop and reflect for a moment. Yeah. And, and again, it's hard for me to believe that it's, it's been a year that quickly. It feels like we we just started it. And to be fair, when you came to me with the idea, I'm like, oh, dude, you, you're crazy. And we'll give it a try. And I think I eventually said, we'll even record these. And if no one else is interested, like internally, we can listen to it. And it'll be, it'll be kind of fun to hear our, our ramblings. But um, yeah, I was concerned because there's so much content out there. There's so many podcasts. There's audio books there's you know every news outlet has a podcast now it's like can we really create another piece of content out there but podcasts are exploding in general uh mm-hmm. and you know i i think uh we have a unique perspective and and voice and while we have gotten some feedback of the raw nature of it and i think someone commented on on one of the places where we have the feed syndicated that we need to do a better job of editing and cutting out the blank pauses and kind of you know odd transitions but then someone else said no you know that's why i listen to the show it's 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 like a a conversation i stumbled across you know and you don't hear that so many so many podcasts are overly scripted and overly produced and it's like i'm stumbling into a bar and seeing three guys you know it's kind of sitting at another table over you know eavesdropping into some some other guy's conversation it just it sounds real and natural and that's one of the things um that uh we we're really striving for. And I, I think it took us a while to get that cadence and, and find our voice. If you, if you go back and listen to the first couple episodes, they're, they're a little rough around Very the edges, rough. but uh, <laughs> I think we've gotten to a good flow. Yeah. It's, 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 it's amazing that it's been a year for me too. I was also kind of, uh, not bearish, but yeah, I was yeah, I, w- I wasn't fully uh, bought in necessarily to the the idea of the podcast at the beginning. I think mainly, primarily, um, because I personally never really consistently listened to any podcast in particular. I think I never really found the attention span to listen to people talk for an mm-hmm. hour straight. But um, yeah, then I I, I don't know. It's uh, I realized I was probably just listening to the to the ones that didn't really interest me, right. <laughs> or, or for whatever reason. So yeah, I'm just I'm 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 happy that uh, our personalities resonate with for sure. Others. Yeah, and we have we've grown like month over month. Our our subscriber, our listener counts have have kind of grown, and and that's that's awesome to always log in and and see that, and a little bit humbling. It's like wow, these people are really listening to what we have to say. Yeah. Um, and we we have a couple handful of pretty diehard fans, which is awesome to see, you know, that happen and, you know, sharing our content. So like really 
super appreciate that. It's it's been fun. Um, we've changed platforms. We've run into technology problems, but it's mm-hmm. still it's been a really good learning experience for me. One of the biggest things that I think we did right in the very beginning, and I think it was your kind of push, Jim, was we have to have a cadence and we have to stick with it. And I don't think we've missed a Friday publish, have we, in the in the year? No, we haven't. Now, back uh, over the Christmas and New Year's holidays, just with everything, we we, we re-aired two previous shows. Um, and I think it was good mm-hmm. to we went back into the archives and grabbed two that we had earlier on as the the listener base was growing. I think it was great to refresh from that. But no, we we haven't missed um, we haven't missed a publish on on a Friday. Every every week we have some kind of new content coming out. Yeah, and I, I think that's ultimately key because I mean let, let, let's face it. I mean we we want to to share content, um, but this is one of many things each of us is doing in, in a given week. Yeah, and it's easy for this to be seen as secondary as as less important or i'll get to it when i can and then that's when you're publishing say something on an irregular basis and that's the one thing with 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 podcasts that i think i listen to regularly is when i know that there's some kind of new piece of content coming out on on say a specific day or or, or time of the week or something like that yeah yeah it's definitely it's definitely helpful and i appreciate you kind of helping us stick to that schedule and uh, it's not always easy, but um, man, over a year we've we've kind of consistently done that, and I think it's been been really good. Um, I wanted to go back to and my previous point I mentioned. So Tom Miller, Neil Shapiro, um, those guys have been amazing fans and have consistently shared out our our podcast. So I wanted to give them a a shout out, and I know there's lots of other. Um, listeners that are, are listening every week. So I just wanted to say, we, we definitely appreciate everyone listening. Again, when we started this, we didn't think anyone would be interested. And the fact that we even have a handful of loyal listeners is is really humbling um, for, for me. Um, what did what did we learn about the, the, the kind of format? So we've had this as the core group. We've brought in other kind of guest appearance speakers from 33 sticks and then uh you know about once a month or so we've tried to have a guest from the outside what what have we learned from that is that working what are we trying to do there um what i found is it's best on on average maybe every now and then we'll have more but it's best to keep it to three people uh, and then kind of shuffling through various lineups so the reason I say three people is I found like when we've had more than that, what happens is people start talking over each other. We we quickly run out of time because there's another thing I want to talk about in a bit is the length. Mm-hmm. Um, and to John's point, like, yeah, it's sometimes hard to listen to people talk for an hour and a half or something like that, unless it's like a really gripping topic. That's why I, I also like to try to keep it to, to 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, try to, you know, give everyone the high sign about 35, 40 minutes in so we can start to, to wrap things up. Because I think if we go longer than that, we ramble and uh, we, we just start to lose, lose the audience after that. But kind of going back to the format, in order to have ever, give everyone time to, to, to contribute their, their thoughts on the broad topic that, that we present each week, that's why I like to keep it to three, but then we, we shuffle people 
Uh, we shuffle the lineup from, from week to week at times to bring in different perspectives. Um, so it's also not the same three voices. It's not an echo chamber every week. Yeah. Yeah. And I've liked having the outside guests. It's, it's been fun to, to break it up. And just from a reach standpoint, it seems like we bring a new set of fans when we have someone from the mm -hmm. outside in, and that gives us an opportunity to win a few of their fans over. So I think that's definitely been helpful. And um, one of the things that we've tried to do is while we have, if you look at our space, there's a, a few really popular names and they kind of make the rounds of, of all of the podcasts. And we, we've had a few of those on, but we've also tried to reach outside of that and get some, some, some unique voices and perspectives. And we're continuing to do that. We've had, mm -hmm. We have had a couple of our clients um, come on as, as guests. We've had Todd from Christian Science Monitor uh, talking publishing analytics, which was really fun. And you did a live in session um, recording with Adam from Dixon's Carphone, um, yes. which was I mean, a, a really fun episode when you were over in London. And it was great. Um, and I told him when uh, Jen and I were going over to visit, I said, I'm bringing the microphone with me. and you, We need to record a podcast. He's like, I'm game. So we found a, a nice little corner of the office. So if you go back and listen to that, you do hear some of the, the din of the office in, yeah. in the background. But we, we had the microphone in the middle of the table. And just like true to form, we, we, we just started chatting. And that, that was a really, a really fun one because Adam is, is, is a lot of fun to work with. Um, really good guy overall. Um, so, so that was really good to just be able to sit there and pick his brain. And when we, when we look at... The demographics based uh, from, from the, the the podcast hosting service, the majority of our listeners are in North America. We have been gaining ground, say, like in, in Europe. But since the majority of our, our, our listeners are in North America, bringing in um, perspective of, like, you know, in this case, we were talking about e-commerce in Europe and the UK specifically, I think bringing in that, that also helps, you know, widen, you know, the, the topics or... Yeah. The content that, that that we're providing. Yeah, and i I would love um, I would love to get more international guests on. I had someone reach out to me. I can't remember where they're located. I want to say Singapore. I, I don't know. I don't mm -hmm. want to say the name because, but um, they reached out to me and said, "Hey, we we love the culture you guys are building at Thirty Three Sticks. It's really similar to what we're building." can we have the person that's in charge of our culture on your podcast? I think it'd be an amazing discussion. Uh, we mm -hmm. tried to get Till um, on the podcast during Summit Week. It didn't line up, um, but you know, really would love to get him on at a future date. Um, and if anyone else has recommendations for for people in, in Europe or Asia, uh, we would love to expand our, our reach and the, the types of people that, that we're, we're talking to. I think um, John's in an interesting location where he's in a kind of a hotbed of nomadic uh, remote workers. Um, we, we should send him out on assignment and see if we can't get some interesting mm. interviews from uh, Chiang Mai area. I'm, I'm sure he wouldn't resist going up to Chiang Mai to record a, a podcast episode. Or maybe he would. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I used to hang with that crowd, but uh, <laughs> not, not as much anymore, to be honest. Yeah. But um, yeah. no, I think in in for the sake of the podcast, I would be happy to do that. And that coffee shop was amazing. Yeah, no, there's, there's, a, there's definitely, um, you know, I'm out. I've been out in Thailand for the majority of our our podcast recordings, which I, I was gonna say may or may not be obvious, but it's probably obvious it's, since we're talking obvious. about food. <laughs> but um, yeah, obviously, um, 
uh, yeah, there's a lot of interesting things happening on this side of the world with, um, I guess, yeah, like like to your point for the re remote work side, um, but also just the 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 Asian side of of um, of of the tech ecosystem kind of blowing up at the moment out here as well. Yeah. So lots of opportunities. Um, what else do we kind of have in store for 2019? I know, you know, we've experimented with a couple different platforms. Jim, do you want to talk a little bit about our experience with the different platforms and what we're looking to do um, going into this year as far as taking advantage of some of the, the richer features? And as again, podcasts are, they've been around forever, but it seems like more and more people are getting into it. And it's, it's again, my concern was overcrowded market, but it just continues to expand and grow. Uh, so what are we looking to do? So th th there's a, a couple things. So I, I never want to get too comfortable with anything, including this. So just from a production value, definitely want to continue to increase that. So for one example, one of the goals I've set is original intro and exit music for it. Uh, right now I'm just using some simple garage band loops, but uh, have a friend who's volunteered his time. So going to be working with him to, to, to produce some original music uh, for, for the show. But then also platform wise, we're using, so since we're all not in the same room or even in the same state uh, or country even, um, we're, we're using remote, um, Record, recording tools. Uh, the first one we, we started using was good to get us started, but to the point of trying to make this very conversational and trying to really just get a, a nice flow down, it was good to get us started. But one of the things I found was because we really couldn't see each other, that's where we were stumbling. We, 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 there'd be awkward pauses, like waiting for who was going to, to jump in next. So right now we're piloting a new platform. Uh, it's called Squadcast, where they in, uh, leverage the, the webcam so you can actually see each other. So you can take advantage of the, the nonverbal cues. So this way, I, and just, you know, with the first few episodes of us using this, I, I definitely noticed a difference as I'm going through and, and preparing everything to, to be published. Um, it, the conversation seems to, to, to flow better. But one of the things they're supposed to be, or at least it's on their roadmap that they've, they've mentioned is for later this year is, not just having the, the camera there for the audio recording, but actually also being able to record and publish, or well, they, they don't necessarily do the publishing, but being able to record the video as well. So one of the things I like to do, even if it's just outtakes or, or bloopers or, or, or something like that, we can also have the companion video content to the audio content that we, we publish weekly. I think again, just finding ways to, to make us unique um, and just show that, that, that this is just, a few folks getting together to talk about things that we enjoy. Um, you know, we, we made no bones about it. We enjoy the work that we do. Uh, we like sharing I, our ideas around it and just finding new ways to, 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 to share that. Yeah, I'm excited about that. And I think it, we, we've only been using the video feed for the last handful of episodes, but I, I, I I'm with you. I definitely noticed um, a change and maybe it's subtle. Um, but you, you pick up on it that it's a it's even more of a casual, real conversation now that we can see each other and pick up on those nonverbal cues, except John today because he can't get his camera working. So he's an outlier over there. I want, I want to reload the page. But... <laughs> no, 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 no. Then we then we lose your audio. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, and, we, and we've had our share of, of, of technical difficulties, and I, I, I had I didn't want to to hide that at certain times, like yeah, you know, with, with various connections and you know people going back, uh, people losing connection, and, and and the way a lot of these work is is you know that there's you know say a progressive upload going, but then the bulk of the audio really isn't uploaded until after you stop recording. Yeah. So if there's an outage midway through, I mean, there's been a couple times we've lost, you know, 20, <laughs> 25 minutes of a show and have to try to stitch stuff together. Was it just you and I, we were recording one episode and we ended up recording it like three times. I can't, I, I swear there it was, was a, you, Jan and I, yes. There yeah, was one I episode. mean, it was so good and like it bombed and like we tried it again. And then I think we finally moved over to like, uh, did we move over to a Web video? We Webex. Over to Webex. We went over to Webex to record that session because we just couldn't get it to work. And I'm like, oh, like, can we recreate that magic? Because it was such a good conversation and it completely yeah. blew up. And I think by the third time, it actually sounded a, a definitely a little canned at that point because it's like, okay, let me talk about it again. <laughs> yeah. What, so what's what has been your favorite episode? Um, for me, um, I think the North Star episode was one of my favorite episodes and not because of the content, but because I was on a rooftop deck in San Diego recording it and the audio quality wasn't great. I didn't have my Yeti mic with me, but it was such a fun experience to just sit up on that deck and, and record the podcast and kind of have it be a reflection of, of how we work. You know, it's we're, we're flexible and we move around and it's not going to impact uh, what, what we have in place. So that was one of my more memorable episodes. I'm interested in what, what your guys' top episodes were. For me, the, the actually that, that same episode um, uh, was one of my favorites just for that reason, for the, for the conversation, really. Um, I thought we had a really good uh, discussion about that topic and it yeah. was probably the, the closest that we got to disagreeing and then, coming to some consensus uh we usually have problems with that yeah um but if but now that you brought up uh location wise there was another episode where i was um i'm forgetting what episode it was now so but it was uh i was in um bali that time in the mm. in hubu the the, the uh, co-working space that i you know kind of dreamt of working from for years um so it was it was really awesome to be able to um just experience that and then it was it was it was great to be able to be on the the podcast while i was there but um i'm blanking what episode that was but uh yeah there were a lot of a lot of good good conversations i think and it's it's definitely hard to kind of consider one um a favorite just cuz i think we've had so many like it's all those little moments I think that, that are really fun for me, like the little, yeah. uh, you know, back and forth, uh, things that we've, we, we've had. Yeah. One of my favorite ones with John is I think you were, you were in, in Bangkok and you were preparing tea or soup or something and you weren't on mute. I'm like, what is, what does John have going on over there? And you're like, wait, was I not on mute? <laughs> Although cool. all of you have done it on mute. So. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. True. True. Just to clear, just to clarify. What about what about you, Jim? Um, I mean, the, 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 there there's a couple. Like uh, you know, you mentioned the episode with Adam. You know, recording that in in London. Um, you know, it being you know in, in person with Todd uh, up in Boston. You know, th those are always always fun. 
but honestly, the, the, the one, and this is one of the early ones, and honestly, they are hard to go back and listen to, but there is one that's maybe episode two or three, and we were talking about, like, you know, how to be successful while working remote, because that, it, while it seems like... I think that was yeah, episode was, one. It was it episode one? I want to say it was. I, I thought it may have been, like, two or three. But very it, early, it, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's incredibly early. Um, I recorded that from a hotel right outside of Disneyland. I was out in Disneyland for one of the, uh, the run Disney events. And, um, I recorded that in the morning. Uh, I, I, I went, I think it was the day I ran the 5k, I think. And then came back to the hotel, got cleaned up and we recorded that. And then, uh, I went and worked, uh, from the Starbucks right outside of, uh, Disneyland. So that that's one, again, they were talking about like location and being able to, to, to kind of record on the fly. Yeah. I was, uh, I'm gonna have to go back and look. Uh, I'm gonna. I I I, I want to say it was the very first episode, um, but I'll go back and look. I uh, yeah, it was a fun one. Um, I'm just looking at our statistics right now, and and some of them obviously have more of a chance to age than others. But um, I don't even think it's close. Ben, the the episode we had with Ben Gaines from Adobe is our top most downloaded episode ever. Mm-hmm. He must be popular. <laughs> Sweet Ben. Yeah, that was a, that was a fun one too. Um, that was a good one. I'd love to see yeah. an Instagram of of ours using like uh, filler words like um. Um. Anyway, we've talked we've talked about that right as as I've gone back and uh, one of the things that I've been doing is I go back every so every Thursday morning I go back and listen to the episode that publishes on the next day on Friday and I'll go through and kind of document things that we mention and you know if I can link out to additional content or you know if we mention something kind of include that in a write up that we publish on our our blog post or our blog. And I, I noticed that I, I notice it more for me than anyone else, but we all, we, we all do it. And, and I can't remember what the one that I say a lot is. And, and now I have like a mental blocker where I'm trying not to say, I think it's like, I think it's like, is it like, I don't know. Or I think I say something over and over again, and it really bugs me when I go back <laughs> and re-listen to it, but we're so many episodes in like the, there I go. Like, the first, uh, the first few episodes were really, really challenging for me to go back and listen to my own voice. Uh, but it doesn't bug me anymore. It just, it, it just is okay. It, and I think it's just the repetition of having gone back and listened to every episode we've done at least once that mm-hmm. I'm okay with hearing my own voice at this point. Yeah, yeah I think that it's a- was. Oh, we got it, John. Oh, sorry. See, I, I, I did that because I didn't have a camera, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was gonna say I, I I do think that this has been a, a huge growing experience for for all of us. I know for me personally too, just um, in terms of speaking coherently, probably <laughs> in in a podcast kind of format. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, getting started like one of the biggest hurdles in just getting started was the the whole like, concept of having to go back and hear myself talk. I cannot stand the sound of my own voice either. And so I, you know, we had recorded some content and then one thing led to another, we, you know, it was delayed, but I mean, one of the things looking back at it was, is I just didn't want to listen to it to piece, you know, all of the, the files together to actually upload it so that it would publish. And because that, that's the thing, like Jason, like you kind of do a listen through and here, okay, here's the notes. 
but you know what, what I do is I take the files, pop them into to GarageBand, and then you know listen through and you know take out some like weird sounds here if there's any kind of background noise. But uh, yeah, like, soup. yeah, um, but uh, yeah, the whole that that's been John. You mentioned like a learning experience. It's it's being able to like be comfortable, like you know, okay, you you may think you sound weird, but everyone is used to hearing you like this. Just get over it and put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. All right. I went back and pulled up all the episodes and successfully working remote was episode number one. Okay. May 4th, 2018. There you go. Mm-hmm. And that's still, I mean, and obviously it's had the time to age, but we had, we had probably four listeners and three of them were us at that time. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, but the remote, the remote stuff is interesting because that, that crowd picks it up and shares a lot. So if you mentioned remote in any, any post or podcast, it, it just automatically gets picked up and distributed quite a bit, but it was a good episode, even though it was our very first and very raw, you know what, mm-hmm. I'm going to go back and, and I'll, I will link it up in the show notes on this episode but I'm going to go back and re-listen to it to see how far we come. I think it's good to appreciate the the growth that we've made by going back and hitting up some of those older episodes. Yeah. And I think, you know, another thing learning from it, because, you know, with some of those, I kind of came in with a whole list of notes and, um, you know, trying to keep it structured and an intro and stuff like that. And it just, it, it sound too, what's the word I want to use? Put on. It seemed to, 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 to take too artificial yeah um and that's where it's like okay I, I pose a few questions like you know when when we schedule the time and here's the topic we want to talk about and then that's how we came to just like the uh the random ass conversation at the start is yeah let's just kind of like talk about something and then segue into uh our, our main topic for the week which then pivoted into john and i trying to purposefully trip you up in in the segue from our ramblings to the actual <laughs> topic for the week oh that, that's a lot of fun <laughs> that is a lot of fun you need to make a montage clips of uh the segways <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun <laughs> quick hitter on all jim's segways from our ramblings to <laughs> to the topic yeah well this yeah it's it's awesome I'm i'm going back through now and looking at all the the episode titles from our old episodes some good stuff in there. Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't want to go back and repeat some of them right away, but I think now that we've kind of really gotten this whole thing down, because one of the things too, if you go back and listen to some of the early episodes, we would just be chatting when we'd all log on. Then the minute we hit record, we all just froze up and we became too stiff. Yeah. Um, one of the things I'd We're on like stage. To do, the spotlight is on us. Exactly. We, we, we would become too, you know a little bit of stage fright believe it or not kind of kicked in and now that we've kind of gotten more relaxed we've gotten more comfortable there there are a few topics um that um i'd like to go back and 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 revisit maybe not yet maybe in a few more months like i'd like to talk about the remote thing again uh just because that, that, that that's always a battle that's being fought um, you know, out there in, in the business world, it's, you're either 100% pro remote or 100% in the office. There's no in between. Yeah, we should definitely hit on that. And just a note for future episodes, um, 
yesterday, I can't remember what I tweeted. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up. Awkward. Awkward pause here while I look for it. I tweeted something out yesterday. Um, and the Utah Lieutenant Governor grabbed my tweet um, and said, you know, somewhat related, the state's moving a bunch of agencies to kind of flex telecommuting. And he said, we've seen a 22% increase in productivity from those in the pilot program. And that kicked off this whole other conversation where uh, a guy named Paul Hill from Utah State University, my alma mater, uh, jumped in. And Utah State has a grant from the state of Utah to build a program called Remote Work, USU. Mm-hmm. And they're, it's a one-month training program. And if you live in one of the outlying remote rural communities in Utah, it's free of charge. And it's this program to teach people about remote work and how they can uh, pivot from maybe industries that are dying in their area Mm-hmm. to remote work and not have to move to the city. You know, they love their area, um, but get more in line with a, a knowledge-based job. Anyway, I'm, I'm thinking about taking the course just to audit it and see what it is. I think we should have them on um, because it is such a cool concept of using remote to provide jobs to rural areas. Sorry, mm-hmm. I know that's not what we're talking about today. No, but no, 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 reminded me of it. no, that's good because I was going to ask you, uh, what do you think the odds of uh, the the Utah Lieutenant Governor coming on? You know, did, dude, do you, think we might, do you think we might be able to score that one? I'm gonna tweet him right now uh, because I would love it. So while you're tweeting him right now, like I, you know, I I'm still I'm I'm about halfway through paternity leave and uh, just you know again continuing to get adjusted and I get it. It's it's something everyone has, has been through at some point. So I know it's nothing new, but, uh, one of the things I want to do, you know, while the baby's napping at times is sit down and really kind of plan out the next several episodes. So, and, and I have for the next year, I've set some stretch goals and some guests I want to get, which I'm not going to reveal. I'll keep those to, to, to myself at the moment. But, you know, if, if he picked up your tweet, maybe we can see if, uh, get him on for an episode to talk about remote work. Tweeting him right now. We'll see if he responds. Another kind of interesting idea for future episodes. Um, now that we've been doing this for over a year, I thought it would be to. Re- I mean, maybe it sounds boring, but to revisit some topics that we we touched on that might be. Um, I don't know. To see, like, maybe if our views have changed, or if if we were talking about like an industry, to see, you know, what may have changed in the last year. Um, mm-hmm. I think it'd be kind of interesting to to revisit some some older topics too, similar to like the actually episode one even mm-hmm. about remote life as we've been kind of a little bit more experienced with it now than we were at the beginning. Yeah, no, I, I like that idea as well. Um, you know, this way, kind of going back, refreshing them, yeah, without completely like recycling them. Mm-hmm. All right, tweet sent. Sweet. That would be amazing. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That would be a challenge if we can make that happen. It would, would, but I mean, that would be a major milestone if we're able to to secure an interview like that. Yeah, and I know he's like really, um, he's really passionate about it and has a lot of ideas and and things that they're looking to do at the state level. So mm-hmm. fingers crossed. All right. Yep. Cool. That was that was not intended to be part of this uh, 
episode, but uh, that's the way we roll around here. Yeah. Should encourage everyone to make phone calls to him. <laughs> but no, I've seen you tweet him in the past, and it seems like he's very open and yeah, we've had several trying to trying to be out there. He's an amazing lieutenant governor. We we don't see eye to eye on a lot of different issues, but man, I respect the hell out of him, and he's so connected to the people and easy mm-hmm. to to reach, and he's so communic- communicative on on Twitter. Um, and yeah, we've had several discussions on, on Twitter over the, the year. So Sweet. we shall see. Um, I guess you know, maybe to, to start wrapping things up right now, just kind of our, our you know, wrap up our ramblings about, you know, the, the last year and kind of um, what, what, what we've done. Like, I guess I maybe see like what's like the one thing you can walk away with, like the one major learning that you can walk away with, and like one of the things, and one thing where you'd like to see us kind of take this next. Oh man, I don't know. Um, so I, I would, from where would we want to go next? I, I would definitely love for us to continue to kind of grind through it to continue to grow out our base. I I would love to get us a bigger audience um, and more interaction. To me, that's what I'd like to see next. Because right now, and and I don't know if if you guys hear from individuals that listen to the the show or not, but um, there are a few people that I hear from that, that talk about the show and give feedback. And that's really, really great. But for the most part, we don't know. You know, we, we throw it out there. We see the statistics. We see the downloads mm-hmm. growing and the subscriber count growing, which um, gives some kind of feedback. But this year, I would really love to create some kind of connection, broader connection with our audience. Uh, so there's more interaction. So they're helping to give feedback on how to make it better. Um, mm-hmm. um, what we should be talking about ideas for for topics and guests i i would love to kind of curate a, a much more um much more communication with with our listeners and i don't know what that looks like but that's definitely where i'd like to see us go next as far as what i've i've learned um for me it's just being comfortable and and being comfortable in the fact that we have something to to add and and to me that was the hardest part and it's something i still struggle with i I posted and and sorry, Jim, I used the birth of your your son to post uh, the message on LinkedIn about mm-hmm. part of our internal culture. And someone no, go for it. Someone commented, you should write a book. And I'm like, we haven't done anything that gives me the right to write a book. Um, but then there's a there's a new guy that has shown up recently in my LinkedIn feed that's everywhere. And he's really engaging to listen to and he's fun to listen to. But he's like 22. He lives at home with his parents. Um, He's not done anything really. Um, He has a few ideas for businesses he's kicking around. And he gets on LinkedIn a couple times a week and is completely comfortable giving advice on how to run businesses and do things. I'm like, wow, like this kid's got some, you know, like he's, he's so comfortable doing it. He really hasn't done anything. It's like, we, we've been around, you know, we've experienced mm-hmm. a lot of things. We've worked with a lot of amazing clients and learned a lot of things. And for me, that was my biggest learning is that I need to be comfortable that we have accomplished a lot of great things. And we should be comfortable talking about that and sharing those experiences with, with others, because it is really helpful. And, and people do seek out that experience and want to hear about it. So that's mm-hmm. that's my takeaway and where I'd like us to go next. That's a really good one. 
wow, I almost want to steal steal that is what I what I will say as well. Like, uh, it's always been a challenge for me to really um, get out of the weeds. I think when when executing on um, projects or or doing whatever with work, um, and kind of making those kind of larger connections and um, you know just like those overall themes of of what we've experienced or, or learned. Uh, so I think this this podcast has been a good forum to kind of um, start thinking down those those lines as well. Um, yeah, that 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 was a that was a really a uh, a good one. <laughs> Man, that, that was a good mic drop moment for me. I should have gone last. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about you, Jim? Um, so like the, the the one learning over the last year is so I've. I, I have a fear of criticism. I have a fear of like um, putting stuff out there that people are going to to rip apart. You know, I, I part of it is just being a perfectionist. I want to put something out there that's perfect that everyone's going to love, but it, it's coming to grips with the fact that there's going to be critics. There, there's going to be people that are going to nitpick, and whether it's the the filler words or getting tongue tied. I mean, I'm not the smoothest of talkers. I, I absolutely get tongue tied and try to say two different things at the same time it's getting over that fear and just you know, putting yourself out there um and just knowing hey people are going to criticize but you know what i'm finding that you know more and more you know more people do and enjoy um what what we put out there um but in the next year i want to kind of work um and incrementally in you know uh, improve the production value whether it's you know continuing to experiment with the new recording platform that we're on right now, making sure that we're putting out some really good audio quality, um, I, I want to tweak certain parts of the, the the show that goes out to, to 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 refresh them and clean them up, and and honestly just never be like you know be happy with what we're putting out, but also never be completely satisfied and trying to find ways to to improve it. And part of that too is is trying to find some some more interesting guests to, uh, to, to bring on to help broaden our viewpoint. So I'll throw it out there like any other like-minded people that have their own show, definitely uh, hit us up. You know, we can do some form of a uh, swap cast and uh, yeah. introduce each other's audiences to, to the other group. I'll definitely put that out there. I'd love to be able to do a few of those in the coming year. Yeah, that would be fun. Cool. This is, yeah. this has been fun. And again, I'm shocked that it's been a year, um, but I, I really look forward to recording these these every week. And um, again, Jim, appreciate you being the driver and the force behind making this happen. And um, John, thank you for agreeing to be part of it. I think we've uh, we've developed quite a good little rapport here for our our mm -hmm. uh, weekly recordings, and I, I really enjoy it. Um, and so I, I yeah definitely appreciate you guys being part of it. And again, I appreciate everyone that listens. Um, and you mentioned critics. That's just that. That's great. We're, we're that, that just means that people are listening. So yeah. <laughs> you know, and I don't take it for granted that it's a, a good chunk of time that people are dedicating and not only listening but willing to share and talk about what we're talking about. It's it's really amazing to see. I, I'm really hopeful that we continue to to grow this and continue to have a a positive impact for people. Yeah, same here. Uh, definitely appreciate you know those that, that take the time to listen and. Uh, you know, please, you know, rate review on whether it's iTunes or the Google Play Store, wherever uh, you're able to subscribe. You know, um, 
you know, we would love to hear some more feedback. Again, as you know, one of my focuses in the coming years to continue just to, to improve the quality, the topics, everything uh, about the show. And yeah, this has been a ton of fun. This is definitely one of the uh, the highlights of the week is sitting down chatting about this and then piecing it together. All right, guys. Well, appreciate the time this week and uh, we'll go ahead and wrap up for now. Awesome. See you guys next week. All right. See you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to reach us, you can do so by emailing podcast at 33sticks.com or on the web at www.33sticks.com. The 33 Tangents podcast is a production of 33 Sticks.